What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Eminem Show. It is your host, Emily and Michael. What's up? Hi, guys. Welcome back. Seriously, welcome back. We're excited about this week. It's going to be a good one. We're talking about something that is critical to living a successful and happy life, and that is the ability to set boundaries. Yes. Okay, so your ability to set boundaries will set you up for so much success and happiness in your life. But before we do that, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, guys, we have a huge announcement. All right. The huge announcement is we have a free boundaries workshop created by yours truly, Emily, set up, ready to go for you guys. And it is awesome. It's free. It is free. Let me repeat that. Free 99. All right, guys. So definitely everyone go get your copy of this free boundaries workshop. It's about 40 minutes long, but it is packed with value. You're going to learn everything about exactly what boundaries are, the exact roadmap of how to set boundaries, how to maintain them, and then the top five areas you need to set boundaries in your life. This is a workshop style. So just sit down 40 minutes, boom, you guys will be set up for success and definitely packed with value. Work really hard on this and it's free. So go ahead and go get it. Yes, I'm really proud of it, you guys. And so please go check it out and also let us like leave us reviews and let us know what you liked, what you didn't like so we can continue to put out revisions and make it better. Oh yeah. And more insightful and information packed for you. Definitely going to be something we build off of. So what you guys can go and do, obviously here in the description of this podcast, you can go ahead and click the link to get that free workshop and get your access. Also, obviously on our social medias, it's always going to be there. So go ahead and go get that. Also, if you are not on our email list, get on it because we always come out with the first access through our email list. So definitely get on that that list. You can click the link in the description here in this podcast to get on that list and you'll always have the content coming. Yes. So let's get into it. Boundaries. Guys, this is such a buzzword. And oftentimes when there's a buzzword, we get it wrong, right? So when it comes to boundaries, we don't fully grasp it the right way. Because I want to first talk to you guys about what we're getting wrong with boundaries. Boundaries does not mean you're ruling with an iron fist. It's not saying what I say goes and I get to inflict my ideas, morals, and values onto other people. And other people have to adhere to that. That is not a boundary. That is manipulation. That is a no-go. And it's also false that boundaries are there to create distance. Yes, that is the case sometimes, but not all the time. Right. And so I really want you guys to understand that boundaries are not you saying, I live this way, so you have to live this way. And it's not saying what I say go in this goes in this relationship and it's not up for debate. Right. Um, and really what boundaries are is to first and foremost, strengthen the relationships that you have and bring you closer together it's there to protect your well-being and yes sometimes boundaries are there to like really distance the influence someone has in your life but also if you do that once again it's helping the relationship you have with them you're not having as much resentment towards them and so you're protecting your well-being and it also allows people to know what to expect from you and how you would like to be treated yeah i definitely agree with that i think one of the key things that that you said there is the fact that boundaries boundaries essentially are are understanding what you're in control of yeah and what you're not because it's interesting we i think we a lot of times when we when we hear boundaries like you pointed out there that it's 
you do this. Yeah, you do this. I need you to do this. And almost like you're trying to take control of the situation and telling someone what to do, but I couldn't be farther from the truth. It's understanding what you're in control of and how that differs from that person, right? Like, this is what I'm going to do if you keep doing X. Right. And so that that phrase, that perspective is all about you. Yeah. And it's setting a boundary. It's interesting because we set boundaries with, with others. And obviously, we can set boundaries with ourselves as well. We'll dive more into that. But critical of what you just said there it's interesting it's it's really just kind of taking ownership and understanding becoming self-aware of what you 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 are going to do right not the other person and so i think that's really critical because sometimes we kind of get that backwards i think right and and a lot of people are like going into setting boundaries with i'm going to make them do this and also a lot of people are afraid to come off mean and harsh when setting a boundary. And that's important here that you realize that you're not mean for setting a boundary, but also the way you set the boundary matters, right? The way you articulate that, because you definitely can come off rude and disrespectful and harsh if you come out like guns a blazing, like I'm this all knowing and you have to do what I say, that would put anybody off anybody no one would like that well obviously the person receiving that but also the person doing that. i mean we don't want to be that person right sure. we don't want to be that kind of person telling people what to do feeling that awkwardness of hey i have to set this boundary so i have to have this really com tough conversation and it's gonna be awkward because i'm gonna be telling this person what to do what to do what to do but in all reality when we understand that it's all about understanding what you're going to do, setting boundaries becomes a whole lot easier because it's all focused pretty much on you, right? It's all focused on understanding and becoming self-aware. And it feels really empowering and like you have the power in the situation. You feel really empowered to do things and change things. And also I want to highlight here that there is a spectrum of boundary setting regarding how high conflict someone is. Like say you have someone that's really high conflict versus like just like an average Joe person that's making an honest mistake the way you approach those boundaries are different, right? Um, and also, once again, if you have high conflict people in your life, you need to be going to therapy because you need that one-on-one -on -one individualized help. And also, when it comes to boundary setting, those more direct, more rigid boundaries are used on high conflict people. And that's when you're putting a distance, right? That's when you're thinking of those like, uh, more classic examples of boundary setting is with someone who is high conflict. The thing is not like people in your life, not everyone's high conflict. Ideally, hopefully not, but <laughs> not everyone's going to be high conflict, right? And so you need to understand how to set boundaries with like the average Joe person, with your friends, with your family that's healthy, right? These are for a lot of times we just think, if I'm setting a boundary, it's because they're toxic, unhealthy people, when in reality, they could just be the average Joes in your life that you also need to be setting boundaries. And when you're saying average, so you're not talking about the level of the relationship, but you're just talking about the average, like just a normal person who doesn't have craziness in them or like high conflict in them. Yeah. Just a normal person with a normal, you know, sort of ups and downs within a relationship without it being super, super high conflict. Yes. So, and, and that's really, really important here to understand of the more high conflict they are, the more just direct and not up for debate the boundary is going to be. They're going to do X, you're going to do Y, point blank, end of story. Yeah. The whole thing here is that setting boundaries is going to improve your relationships. Yes. And I've done a lot of self-reflection revolving kind of my upbringing and the things that have, I guess, 
my past and the behaviors that I do today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, interestingly, a lot of it has to do with kind of the behaviors I have today and in more of like, I like was quote unquote negative behaviors I have today. I think boundary setting would be a great way to, I guess, overcome those mm-hmm. or get away from kind of the quote unquote negative behaviors that I do. And what I mean by this is the things that I struggle with or things that I, I get anxious about, a lot of times it's because there's a lack of boundary. Absolutely. And so setting that will, will the things that I get anxious about, setting boundaries in those areas will improve that and allow me to overcome, um, overcome that. Right. Uh, absolutely. And, and I really want you guys to take away here that you setting boundaries is a, an amazing thing and it is not mean of you. You are not. And this also goes to what Michael was saying before about like, what am I in control of and what are they in control of? You are in control of how you articulate a boundary, how you approach them, um, the tone you use, all of that. And what's in their control is how they respond and how they feel. If they feel a certain way, that that is theirs to own. You don't own that. And that's important for you to realize that if someone is all offended, that is on them. And until they articulate that to you, that's not on you. If they are offended, they can express why, and you guys can have a conversation about it. But really, um, boundaries do not make you a mean person at all. And you're not responsible for how other people feel, period. Okay? Um, and I really want to make this point before we go into the how-to of setting a boundary. Um, how someone responds to your boundary tells you more about them than maybe even the crossing of the boundary. Um, Once again, high conflict people are a little different, but your average Joe person, like your typical someone who means well person, they probably don't mean to be crossing a boundary. They probably don't mean to be hurting you. And how they respond to you setting a boundary tells you more. You're on a date and you're like, hey, I'm not up for that kind of physical behavior. And if that person says, thank you for letting me know, that's a great sign. Versus if they try to keep pressuring you into doing something, that's the bad sign, right? An honest mistake happened and how they responded to your boundary tells you a lot more about them than about like, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. It really does. Um, I'm with you on that. So now we're diving into how to set a boundary. Okay. Implicit versus explicit. Yeah. Implicit, truly. So when we're talking about implicit and explicit, right? Implicit are going to be for people who are less close to you. Yeah. Right. And this could be friends or family. Yeah. Think of like the Aunt Sally of Thanksgiving type of people where you see them once, twice a year. Yeah. Or think of people like, you know, your coworkers, you'll see them at work here and there, but you're not spending your days and your time, you know, outside of work with them. Right. You don't have like a close, intimate relationship with this person. Right. The explicit boundaries are going to be with people that you see all the time, whether it's your parents, whether it's your spouse, your kids, siblings, siblings, these people that you, you want in your life forever. And then you're going to have that deep, you know, relationship with them. Okay. And so implicit boundaries are much more passive in nature. You guys, they are more on the fly and explicit is more of that sit down conversation back and forth. Right. So once again, you're not going to have a sit down conversation with aunt Sally at Thanksgiving about your boundaries because it's like not necessary. Like you can just avoid her at Thanksgiving, you know, and just make passive, more implicit boundaries towards her. So when it comes to implicit boundaries, 
there are a few things that you can do to set an implicit boundary. One, you can just redirect. Aunt Sally comes up to you and she's like, hey, how's your dating life? And you know that she is going to make a passive mean comment after about like, these people you need to be dating, whatever, right? She makes a comment about your dating life and you just don't want to talk about it. You say, it's fine. Tell me about your kids. You just immediately redirect the conversation to her or something different that you want to talk about. Okay. Next is blunt statements, short or blunt statements. So short statements can be things like, oh, it's fine. I haven't given it much thought or like just kind of short statements to end the conversation. Or you can make it even more blunt if you would like of, I don't want to hug. I don't want to talk about that. More blunt in nature. And then also you can do questions, question the questioner. So say someone comes up to you and is like, how's your infertility journey going? And this is like someone you see once a year. And you just say, what made you think you could ask me that? Right? Or like, what made you think to ask me that? Anything. Like you question the questioner and it kind of puts them on edge. Right? Um, Really great one. And also you can just leave the situation with these people who you don't see very often. You can just say, oh, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to go get some water. And you can just leave and go talk to someone else. I think a lot of times when you would use implicit boundaries, I think for me, um, it's a lot of times with people, we all deal with this, right? It's like sarcastic jabs. Yeah. And I think these are good times to use implicit boundaries because your initial gut reaction to an implicit jab is to (laughs) come back with something fire, right? Mm -hmm. But I think these, these implicit boundaries, you could call them, these short statements, these questions um you know leaving the situation redirecting like those things are so much better and so much more useful rather than feeding into the fire and creating right and also it gives you a lot of power all these things give you a lot of power and it's important for you to realize that you don't have to say or do anything you don't want to do or talk about you don't have to tolerate anything that you don't want to tolerate right someone makes a sarcastic job you'd be like hey dude i'm not cool with that I think that's power, <laughs> honestly. It, and you kind of give them a look, you know, like, what was that? You're right. You definitely. <laughs> and the thing is that will, like, that's powerful because responding to someone who give, just gave you a sarcastic jab in a sarcastic manner is like, Feeling the flame. it's the same thing. You know, they're doing it and then you're doing it right back. It's like this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we all do. That's our tendencies. That's our natural gut reaction. Right. And I also think too, when it comes to, boundary setting we don't want to like let them know that we got hurt sometimes or like that that's a sensitive subject which is weird like you can tell people like that's not a topic of conversation for me that's something I'm not okay with that's something that hurts my feelings right someone literally walks up to you and asks you about your infertility journey that you don't want to talk about that you can literally say I don't want to talk about that you know this is I want to be happy at Thanksgiving I don't really want to talk about that You know, and so you have every right to just tell people what you need and how you feel. And I don't, we get really kind of bashful because it opens up an element of vulnerability a little bit. Not really, but in a way it does because you're, you could ruffle some feathers. I also think we're worried about ruffling feathers, but if someone's upset with you for articulating your needs, once again, how someone responds to your boundary tells you more than them actually like asking the question right or like someone makes a sarcastic jab and you're like dude that's not cool 
and they go, my bad. Versus like, oh, come on, play the joke. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, right? And the thing is that- How they respond. You, you know, reflecting back on your life, right? Reflecting back on my life, um, we've had both interactions, mm-hmm. right? Where someone's responding like, oh, sorry, man. Like, that, that wasn't my mm-hmm. intentions. Or, But they've also responded with like, oh, come on, dude. Yeah. You know, they like both, right? And you under, I guess you pointing that out and saying those things where you can like, how they respond tells them a lot, tells you a lot about them. Right. And so once again, also, if you get a negative response, you just continue to hold your ground. Come on, dude, go with the joke. No, that's not cool. Or, oh, seriously, don't be so sensitive. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Well, you did. Right. Or, Or like. Just, it just you know, gives you all the power. Right. And that's what I think is cool about this, is doing this, is is boundary setting gives you the power and puts you in the control like we've been talking about. Right. But going along, I mean, those are more kind of those one-off times, people you don't see, less distance, but things with, with your mom, your dad, right. your friends, your your siblings, right? These people that you see a lot, how are we setting boundaries? Right. And so I, what we're about to talk about are people that aren't as high conflict. And this is people who truly do have good intentions. I want you to have a sit-down conversation. The timing needs to be there. The um, right space needs to be there. And you have to use your best judgment with that. And I want you to start with the positive. I want you to let them know that, like, hey, I'm having this conversation because I want our relationship to be better. You have to start with that. So that way they immediately don't get on the defense. And then you start with a win like start about with like when you do x like when explain what they're doing you have to be also very clear about what they're doing vagueness makes people feel like what are you talking about so being very specific and then expressing how it makes you feel expressing like this is the impact it's having on me and then ask and then express what you need from them okay and then it's important that you hold your ground while still being understanding. And because it's going to be a back and forth conversation, right? So you have to be willing to, once again, hold your ground while still understanding where the other person's coming from. And then once again, end with a positive. Tell them, thank you for hearing me out. It really means a lot to me. I'm excited to strengthen our relationship. Whatever. Um, And I want you guys to get in the habit of people who are healthy in your life and you're setting a boundary of someone who is healthy in your life. It should be a building moment rather than a destructive moment. When it comes to people with high conflict, I'll just give you a little short snippet here. Um, there's more in our our boundaries course, like we told you guys about, but you're not going to give them anything to pry off of. You're not going to give them emotion. You're just going to say, this is what's happening, and this is what I need. It's going to be a lot less back and forth, emotional, back, you know, collaborative. It's just going to be much more um, direct to the point, um, and you're not giving them anything that they could ever weaponize. Once again, go to therapy if you have a kind of conflict. It all comes down to standing your ground, being yeah. willing to stand your ground and stick up for yourself. Yeah. Because everyone deserves full confidence to share their beliefs, share what they need, share what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Because every single person's worth is 100, right? Yeah. It's infinite. And so everyone should have the ability to stand their ground on their opinions, on their own two feet. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Amen. And so when it comes to maintaining you guys, there's three things. One, 
you may have to reiterate the boundary. Humans aren't perfect, so you may have to re retell them. Two, there has to be consequences. If they do X, then Y happens. And so having consequences when boundaries are crossed is really important. And then thirdly, removing yourself. Once again, if you've done, you've reiterated the boundary, you've implemented consequences and they're still overstepping, you have to remove yourself from that relationship. Yeah. You got to be willing to do that. Yep. You have to do the hard thing. If that boyfriend keeps overstepping, you got to get rid of him. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay, guys. So in wrapping up practical steps, the practical step for you today, click the link in the description and get your access to Emily's workshop on boundary setting. It's free, completely free, free 99. So go ahead, get your access and you'll be loving it. You're about one boundary away from living a happier and healthier life. So go set that boundary. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.